Hey there, welcome back to the Living Joyful and Well podcast. My name is Jen, and today I want to talk about something that might be a little triggering for some of us, but it's about emotional health. And are you living in a state of reaction? Or are you allowing how you feel to be dictated by the behaviors or the actions or the words of other people? Um, It's kind of a heavy subject, but I'd like to unpack it a little bit today. So let's get rolling. Welcome to the Living Joyful and Well podcast, where ordinary mom life becomes positively extraordinary mom life. My name is Jen Moss, and I believe that we can do more than just survive motherhood. We can thrive and enjoy the day. Through trial and error, adventures, and stories from my own journey, I've learned tips, tricks, and habits to live the life you've always imagined from the inside out. What you think is what you become, and in order to be extraordinary, you must be open to shifts in your mindset. With laughter, encouragement, and a lot of fun, we will explore motherhood in a whole new dimension through subtle, authentic, non-judgmental, and mindful methods. Are you ready to up-level your thoughts and be who you want to be? Let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome back. I hope everything is well in your world. Things are going just fine in mine. So I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, emotional health and our personal power. It's something that has been rather heavy on my mind and something that I think about a lot, especially over the last many months. Um, I feel like with all of the insanity going on in the world and being cooped up in our houses for such a long time, it's really shed a huge light on whether or not people are able to be protective of their emotions and their personal power. Um, I've seen so many people allow others to quote unquote get inside their heads and make them quote unquote feel a certain way. Um, People are giving away their personal power to others based on someone else's actions and words instead of feeling what they want to feel and feeling for themselves. Um, and I just feel like it's, it's rough. Um, you know, we're saying things like she made me feel that way, or he did that to me, or like the election made me depressed. Um, I'm so sad because we're stuck at home all the time. That person cut me off at line and it pisses me off. And on and on. You know, it's things like that that we all say. We've all said them. Um, But I think it's something that we need to look at because are we creating maybe some expectations in our own minds that are being projected onto others without them even knowing it? Like it's nothing that they would know. And because of that, you're upset or angry or ticked off if that expectation that wasn't actually out there, but was inside your head, wasn't met. Um, You know, did that person actually do that to you or did you do that to yourself? Hmm. It's kind of a deep thought, isn't it? (laughs) Um, 
you know, I think we all need to wake up and see that each one of us are are always in the driver's seat and that will allow you to reclaim your power um all of this everything is a choice um where you choose to put your attention is your choice and it's your choice and allowing someone else to quote unquote make you feel bad is your choice um and whatever choice you make is based on the perspective that you hold. Um, how you see things will determine what you see, whether or not it's in motherhood, relationships, work, life, whatever it might be. How you see things is what will make things possible. Um, the thoughts, the energy, the interpretations, the beliefs, those things, however you see things is what will make things possible. And I think we all need to pay attention to how um, we feel. And if you're feeling negative emotions for a very long time, which I know a lot of people are feeling very negative right now about a lot of different things that are going on. Um, you know, this year has been very difficult for a lot of people. Um, and I think feeling negative emotions for a long time we need to really take note of that and make the choice to change your perspective because when you change your perspective the things around you will change um i'd like to say mind your mom life <laughs> or mind your life um you know you have to take control of you um, if you're constantly telling yourself that being a mom is so hard and it's such a rough road, I can almost guarantee that it will continue to feel that way. Um, it's like the self-fulfilling prophecy or the law of attraction. Um, what you put out there, you're going to get back. So if you're constantly putting out negativity or you're constantly putting out, you know, poo-poo on this and poo-poo on that and this sucks and this hard and I hate this and whatever, um, yeah, that's what you're going to get back. And we all do it. I mean, I'm not saying that this is easy and I'm not saying that we don't all go through this at times because we all do. <laughs> I think that the ability to realize where you are and what you're saying and thinking and putting out there is incredibly powerful. And I truly believe that um, it becomes what you think and what you are saying to yourself and what you're saying out loud is what becomes your reality. Um, things are hard, but we all have the free will. We all have free will. And, you know, it's a choice of how we react and how we behave in the situations that we're in that will determine how we feel each and every day and in each and every situation. Um, and I think we need to take note that when we do get triggered, we need to realize that maybe that might be an area that we need to work on or look into more deeply, you know, um, really slow down and take a break and take note as to where your attention is, you know, does it need to change or does it need to shift? Because I think we all have situations where we can gain some perspective and shift our thoughts. Um, you know, for instance, <laughs> I get really triggered by um, being critiqued about my kids' behavior. And um, 
someone sometimes will critique me. <laughs> and, you know, he's out of the house most of the day and doesn't spend a whole lot of time with the kids in general. And occasionally he'll have something to say about it and something to say about their behavior or what they're eating or whatever it might be. And my instant gut reaction is that he's blaming me and judging me for how I'm mothering. And <laughs> I think sometimes that might be true that, you know, maybe I am being judged, but I don't think that's always. Um, you know, we grew up in a different time when most kids didn't sass back. And if you did, there were some tough consequences, sometimes a smack to the head or not the head, but, you know, smack to the bottom. Um, <laughs> and, you know, there was more of a line between adults and children. And I feel like that line has become very blurred and it has caused a lot of angst for me. Um, I have such respect for my parents and their friends. I still call my parents friends, Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so. And, you know, people that are older than me, I just, it's just, you respect those that are older. You respect those that are in positions of, you know, authority or importance or whatever you want to call it. And um, that's, it's been difficult because we're living in a little bit of a different world, Um where that's not really the case anymore. There are the kids, kids are being brought up by calling adults by their first names instead of, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Um, and I feel like that's, that's a little bit of a problem and an issue for me. And, you know, we've tried to have our kids call adults by Mr. or Mrs. So-and-so, but most adults don't want to be called by their last names. They, you know, correct the kids saying, oh, it's okay. You can call me, you know, Miss Jen or, Mr. Paul or whatever. And I'm not saying this is the reason for the more disrespectful behavior, but I do think it contributes to it. And, you know, in our particular case, we have kind of screwed up a little bit also because <laughs> up to this point, we haven't really enforced chores or ways of earning things. We've kind of fallen into the trap of being more open to just giving them things. Um, you know, we don't overgive, I don't think. Maybe we do. Some people probably would say we do. <laughs> um, and I basically do everything for them because my job is mom. And my job is, as a stay-at-home mom is to take care of my family. And um, I think it's caused some issues now because they'll get up from the table and just leave their dishes because they know I'll do it for them. Or they ask for things all the time and they, that they could get themselves like, Hey mom, can I have a fork? Um, and I've started to push back some, but they've been conditioned to ask me and I'll get it for them. Um, so anyways, this is one situation, you know, how I raise kids where I allow myself to feel as though, my husband is doing something to me and making me feel a certain way when in reality it's all about how I see what he's saying and how I interpret what he's saying. And, you know, now that I'm aware and I um, am more in tune to my emotional well-being and taking, you know, um, personal power for how I deal with situations and how I feel, um, I have been working on why I feel this way <laughs> and you know I think it basically boils down to the fact that he and I are very different people we grew up in different households with different rules and I know I can do more to coach my kids and to guide them and be more responsible um, I just haven't taken the time to do it and you know when I get called on it I, it totally triggers me and I fully admit that 
Um, you know, and the funny thing is, is my kids are amazing and they, when they're around other people, like their grandparents or other adults or their friends, parents or whatever, they're great. And, but around us, you know, they're usually awesome also, but they definitely push the limits. And, you know, I've been told that kids push limits with their parents because they feel safe because they know you're not going to kick them out of the house or, um, you'll always be there for them. So they want to push to see how far they can go. Um, but that's definitely a trigger for me when someone, um, says something about my parenting style or how my kids are behaving, um, whether or not it's a jab or not, I take it as one, which is kind of silly. But, um, anyways, I just wanted to give you kind of a perspective of where I am because we're not immune to, um, you know, allowing someone to make us quote unquote feel a certain way. Um, and you know, you're, nothing's more important than your well-being. And well-being is, is what, what that means is that's your, your state or how you feel, your peace, your joy, um, that feel good feeling that you have. And we need to realize that what other people think or what they say or do does not make us feel a certain way. It's our choice. Um, the state that we are in, our well-being is our choice. Um, so with all that said, I have a little exercise that I learned from one of my mentors or coaches, whatever you want to call him, James Wedmore. Um, and he put out this little scenario to think about. Um, and I would encourage you to do it. I did it. And, um, so here goes. So you want to think back to a recent situation where you were triggered, um, you know, something pretty fresh. And you want to ask yourself, what is the emotion that you felt? Was it anger, fear, anxiety, sadness, whatever it is? Um, and then ask yourself, who caused you to feel that emotion? And is it true? Look for yourself and, you know, see if what you're feeling is really true. And then you want to ask yourself what thought preceded that emotion that you felt or that you chose. Because this can be really interesting and eliminating. Um, so you want to look at what thought came before that emotion that you felt or that you chose. And then you want to ask yourself, what is your interpretation of what happened? What was your interpretation of what the person did or said or what caused you to feel that emotion? Um, you know, that person is such an awful human. He's such a jerk, whatever. Um, and then you want to ask yourself, why do you think you get so triggered or angry or pissed off? <laughs> See if you can figure it out and the emotion may become smaller or less intense. And then finally, you will be able to choose a new emotion. Um, in what ways do you think you would have gained or benefited if you hadn't reacted the way that you did? What was lost because you lost your crap? <laughs> what did it cost you? Um, and what were the ripple or what are the ripple effects of how you reacted to the situation. Um, I think that's kind of an interesting little thing to go through and you can go through it with any situation where you were triggered and you reacted maybe improperly or reacted because you thought 
someone was doing something to you or whatever it is. Anyways, um, I think it's kind of an interesting thing to go through. So go through all those things and let me know. (laughs) I would love to know what you thought about, um, you know, that little exercise. Um, so send me a message sometime. That'd be great. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, cause the goal is, you know, you want to live your life from a place of power so that you don't have any more buttons to push and you don't have anything that will cause you to become upset or triggered, which I know that's a grand goal, but that should be our goal. Um, and I think the more you do the exercise, the more you'll be able to keep your personal power and the more you'll be able to grow, um, which I think is important. I think personal power is something that we all need to remember is in our control and don't give your power away to other people. Um, I tell this to my kids a lot. Um, you know, when they were going through some stuff, my daughter was going through some stuff last year with kids being mean to her. And she, you know, said they make me feel this way and they, you know, whatever. And I kept trying to tell her, you know, it's how you feel and you know, you're a good person and you know what happened and you know who you are. So you have to remember that and not allow someone else to take that power away from you. Um, And I think that's powerful and it's difficult, um, especially when you're in a state of anger or you're in a state of fear or anxiety or whatever you want to call it. I think it's very difficult to keep your personal power, but I think it's so important. And I encourage each of you, to, you know, look at any of these situations or any future situation and really don't allow somebody to steal your power. Don't allow somebody to steal your joy. Um, Keep it. (laughs) I know that's basic, but, you know, we're moms. We do a lot. We um, need to support ourselves as much as we support each other. And, Um, I think keeping our personal power and keeping our heads on our own shoulders (laughs) and keeping our emotions in check will allow us to have the life that, you know, we want and to, um, be in a healthy state of well-being. So anyways, That is what I had for you today. I hope it was valuable. I hope you got something out of today. I would love to know what your biggest takeaway is from today's episode. Um, Take a screenshot of you listening maybe and tag me on Instagram. Send me a DM at livingjoyfulandwell. Um, I would love to hear from you. It'd be fun. So let's keep this conversation going. If you have anything you'd like to share please do so. Um, And we'll be back again with another topic next week. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be together with me. And I wish you great comfort and good health. And remember, as my motto always states, get out there and enjoy the day. Thanks so much, friend. I'll see you again real soon. Take care. Bye-bye.